It is wonderful to be back on Search the Scriptures today, to be able to open up God's Word and study, with, study from it along with all of those who are listening on this radio program. On Search the Scriptures, we take what we do on this program very seriously. It's not just filling a time slot. It's not just spending some allocated money in a church budget. We really care about your souls. We care, bottom line, about bringing God glory. And the way we try to do that on Search the Scriptures is by teaching as many people as we can reach through this radio program the truths of His Word. We pray that it is making an impact on your life for good. We'd love to hear from you anytime. It's my privilege to be with you today to study from the Bible along with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Gary. It's certainly a blessing for me to be with you today on the program. And what a joy. Uh, you know, as I think about what we're doing through Search the Scriptures, what a joy to be part of a ministry that allows us to do just this, to proclaim God's Word very freely, very openly, and we trust very correctly to all those who are listening to us and give them the opportunity to get themselves in a proper relationship with Him because for every person who's living, who can hear the sound of our voices and beyond, this is the most important endeavor we can ever involve ourselves in. It really is, Dennis. And when you stop and think about all the things that we use up our time doing in life, mm -hmm. and we keep putting off the most important things, mm -hmm. and that is those things that God directs and guides us to do through his word. Mm -hmm. Basic to that is reading his word, right. learning mm -hmm. what those things are. Mm -hmm. Boy, we waste a lot of time, don't we? We do, myself included. And I think people can relate to that mm -hmm. because ultimately virtually all of us procrastinate to one extent or another. And so often we find ourselves not setting the right priorities in life. Mm -hmm. We get all caught up in the busyness of things. But then there are, t there are times when all of a sudden the realities of life hit a square in the face. Oh, yes. Now that's what we're talking about in this particular line of study. Mm -hmm. As we said in introducing the program, uh, the study in our last program, this is something people don't like to talk about. No, they don't. Don't like to think about. Mm -mm. Because we're talking about death. Mm -hmm. The reality of death. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might think, well, let's not talk about death. That's macabre. <laughs> That's such a downer. Mm -hmm. Until you face it. Yes. And all of a sudden you realize not paying attention to it, putting it out of my mind didn't help. It didn't change the reality. Death is coming for every one of us. Yes, that's right, Gary. Unless Jesus returns first, every one of us who can hear this program today, who can pick up their Bible, who can go to work, who can go to school, go to the store, do whatever they're doing, every one of us at one point, we're going to die physically. And not only those of us who are listening to this program or are involved in it, in, in the production of it, mm -hmm. but our children are going to die. That's right. Our grandchildren. Mm -hmm. 
and their children and grandchildren are mm-hmm. going to die. As long as the world goes on. That's one of the most stark realities of life mm-hmm. that we face. It is. And that is death. When that finally does hit us in a personal way, well, there's just about nothing that gets our attention so well. That's right. Now, we posed a scenario. Mm-hmm. And some people would say, hey, I heard that yesterday. That's not real. Mm-hmm. No, but the principle is real. It certainly is. We're just trying to use something to get us to open our eyes mm-hmm. and recognize the principle. That's right. What if you went to your doctor? You weren't feeling good. You were sent to a specialist. He ran you through a battery of tests. About three days later, the nurse calls and she says, I'm really sorry. I've got bad news. And you don't want to hear any more. But you got to hear. You know, I got to know what this is. But you're already having a hard time breathing Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. what she said just took your breath away. Mm -hmm. And she says, the test came back. The doctor has confirmed you have XYZ disease. Mm -hmm. It is always fatal. There is no cure. And in the advanced stage in which you, your disease is, he believes you're going to die within 48 hours. You've only got two days left. Mm-hmm. And then she hears this long silence on the other end. Perhaps a sob. Mm-hmm. And then she says, but I'm sorry, I've got worse news. And you think, what could be worse than that? <laughs> yeah. And she said, I was supposed to call you yesterday. Mm-hmm. So now the reality is that you've got 24 hours to live. Mm. Only one more day. Yes. Now, again, you say, that's not real. Oh, yeah, everybody who has died has had only one day left at some point. Mm -hmm. That's right. They just, we don't know it Mm -hmm. most of the time. Correct. Now, there are some people who are really ill. They've had prolonged illnesses and they've been fighting it and they can tell it's getting down. The doctors tell them it could be any time. Tell their loved ones, you know, um, better be making arrangements. I don't think they're going to last through the night. Those are somewhat the exceptions. But everybody comes to the point where they have only 24 hours left. Mm-hmm. Most of us just don't know when that time is. Right. But imagine if you knew. Mm-hmm. Imagine if somehow you could know that you had only one day left. You know what a lot of people are thinking, Dennis? I don't want to know. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And yet, what if you weren't ready spiritually? Mm-hmm. What if you weren't ready to meet your Lord? What if you weren't ready to face the judgment? That one day could be very critical then. It surely could. And you know what? Jesus said that most people are not ready. He did. Now, I know that in our feel-good society today, we want everybody to be okay. We want Mm -hmm. everybody to be saved. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to go to heaven. 
That's not what Jesus said. He didn't. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, he said that the way to destruction or condemnation or bottom line hell, eternal damnation is broad and wide and many are going down that road. Mm -hmm. But the way to heaven, to salvation, to eternal life is straight and narrow and few there are who find it. That's right. So most people are not ready. Unfortunately, that's correct. So what if you knew you had only 24 hours to live? We looked in Hebrews chapter 5 in verses 8 and 9. We learned that Jesus, in his physical life on this, world, on this earth, actually went through the process of learning obedience. Mm-hmm. And being made perfect, he became the author or source of eternal salvation to all those who obey him. That's correct. That obedience is important, isn't it, Dennis? It's important. Uh, I'd say even beyond that, Gary, it's imperative. Critical. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We need to be obedient to our Lord and Savior. That's right. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, what did Jesus say? If you love me, keep my commandments. And in verse 21, what did he say? He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Verse 23. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. And so you're thinking about those words, those passages. And now, probably somebody's helping you with this right now because you haven't been ready to meet your Lord. You've been making excuses. You've mm -hmm. been putting off getting your life right before God. Mm -hmm. You've been doing your own thing. But now all of a sudden, you got to know. Mm -hmm. And so somebody's trying to help you learn. You've got to be obedient. Says, yes, I love Jesus. Oh, I love him. But what does verse 24 say? He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Whoa. Because with less than 24 hours to go, you've got to be honest with yourself now. Mm -hmm. You have not been obedient to your Lord. You have not obeyed God. Right. That's why you're in such a state right now with less than a day to go. You know you got to get your life straightened out. And you've been talking about how much you love Jesus. But that's been talk. Mm -hmm. Empty words. Mm -hmm. Because again, what did Jesus say? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. That's what he said. And so, as you're looking into the mirror of your life with time fast running out, you have to be honest with yourself. You can't make any more excuses. You cannot lie to yourself mm -hmm. any longer mm -hmm. and tell yourself, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I've always loved the Lord. Uh, sorry. You didn't obey him. Yeah. Jesus said, you don't love me. Mm -hmm. 
But now you want to make that right. Mm -hmm. You want to get that straight now. You want to be not only one who verbally says, I love Jesus, but you want to demonstrate it with your obedience. You want to know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, what do we read there? Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Oh, cut to the heart. Uh-huh. You talk about cut to the heart. You are. Your time's running out. Yes. You want to get right. Mm-hmm. Your heart is breaking right now. First John chapter 5 and verse 3, what does John say? For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Oh, my. But you have acted so much of your life as though God's commandments were burdensome. Mm-hmm. Didn't have time too busy, too tired. You're going to get to it someday. Had too much to do. Too many responsibilities, obligations. Had to have a little time for yourself. Oh, you got good at making excuses. We're pretty good at that as human beings. We sure are. We rationalize away our responsibilities. Mm -hmm. We rationalize away our irresponsibility as to how we act toward God. Mm-hmm. We try to make it okay. We try to salve our conscience. We want to feel good about our unfaithfulness. But now, no more of that. Mm-hmm. No more. Time to man up. Mm. Time to get straight. Time for the truth to prevail. And you want to know, just tell me what I need to do. Mm -hmm. In John chapter 12 and verse 48, what did Jesus say? He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. The very words or the teachings of Jesus that you have put off, in some cases may have questioned or disbelieved, those very words will be the basis for your judgment on that final day of judgment. Exactly right. And you finally want to know what all of those things that you need to know from the Bible that you have been ignoring or putting off, you'd want to know what they really say. That's what right. do I need to know? Please, somebody tell me. Yes. And again, you'd be trying to find somebody who could help you learn those basic, vital fundamentals mm-hmm. before this day ran out. Mm-hmm. In Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28 through 30, Jesus extended the great invitation, didn't he? Yes, he did. There we read, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, 
and my burden is light. You've known all along that all along that Jesus was calling you mm-hmm. because he calls all of us. Yes. You've known that you haven't answered that call. Mm-hmm. Again, you've tried to salve your conscience, make yourself feel good, try to look good in front of your family and your kids and other people. And you've talked about how much faith you have and how dedicated you are and all of that. But you know now that was just a lot of empty words, a lot of hot air, a lot of lies. Yes. How sad. You never really answered the call to come to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not totally, not wholeheartedly, not with all of your life. But now you want to. And you're hoping and you're praying and you haven't been praying much for a long time. Mm -hmm. But now you're praying. Yes. And you're praying that you still have enough time to come to Jesus. Hmm. I have an interesting story about that, Gary. It uh, goes back several years to a time when I was actually preaching for a congregation in Sturgis, South Dakota. And uh, I got a call one afternoon from a man who was a member at a church about probably 100 miles from Sturgis, kind of east, out on the prairie. He had a brother who was in the veterans hospital there in Sturgis, And he'd been studying with him for a number of years. He had never responded to the gospel. And yet now he was in the hospital because he was dying of cancer. And, you know, this man asked if I would go up and meet with him and speak to him and uh, see what we could do to help him at that point. And he actually came down to Sturgis and met me. And we went up to see his brother. And we talked to him, you know, for probably an hour, I'd say, and finally came to the point, like those individuals we read about in Acts chapter 2, where you could tell that the man was cut to the heart because of what he was being told about Jesus and about his need to be obedient to him. And, you know, we point out, asked him, you know, are you ready to be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. And he said, yes, I am. And uh, it was a little different from what we would ordinarily do at a baptism, but we baptized the man in a hospital bathtub. And, you know, later, the next day, especially, I, I wondered about it a little bit. Did I do the right thing? You know, did he really understand what he was doing? Because obviously he was on some pretty heavy-duty medication. He was near the end of life. And that evening, the following evening, I went up to, to visit with him. His wife and his two kids were in the room with him. And I came in and got to meet them and spoke with them just a few moments. And this man lying on the bed kind of straightened up and he looked at his wife and his kids and he said, well, what about it? You're going to be with me in heaven? And I thought, yeah, that's, that's what I needed to hear. He got it. He got it. What a great story. You know, I've, I've known of a, a few people being baptized in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my new one man. We helped baptize uh, when I was preaching in Louisiana many years ago. Mm-hmm. And within just a few days, I believe he was dead. Yes. But he had come to understand, and he mm-hmm. knew he needed to get his life right. Yes, and uh, I didn't add in the case of this man I was speaking of, two days later he died. Thank God he had those two days. See, now there's reality. That's right. That's what we're talking about. It is. And again, people say, they might think, you're just, you're just being melodramatic here. You're just trying mm. to play on our emotions. No. Um, I, I hope your emotions are being touched but we're not teaching you this based on emotions. Mm-hmm. We're coming right from God's word. Yes. And we're coming from the reality of life. Yes. Remember that God has appointed a day on which he will judge the world. Mm-hmm. And he has confirmed that by raising Christ from the dead because Christ will be that judge. Acts chapter 17. Yes, verses 30 and 31, exactly. And the Hebrews writer tells us in Hebrews chapter 9, and right at the end of the chapter there, Mm -hmm. that it is appointed for us once to die, Mm -hmm. and after this, the judgment. That's right. So these are realities that we're talking about. Yes, they are. You need to be thinking about these because one day it will be your last day. Now for some, it could be today. It could be. But probably for most of us, no. Mm -hmm. But one day it will. Mm -hmm. We hope you'll contact us and ask for this program. Or you can ask for a series of programs, a series of lessons in sermon form on this very topic. Also ask for that free Bible study. So you can begin to learn how to get ready for your last 24 hours. We hope to hear from you today. 